Thanks for checking out the Community Recap Podcast, where there's no cap and all truth. As we discuss various aspects of the Christian life and look back to our past Sunday sermons to discuss what we can learn from them. Let's tune into this week's episode of the Community Recap Podcast. Hello and welcome into Community Recap. Um, as always, I'm your host, Seth, and I am so uh, eager to get into this conversation today. Um, one, because my Cubs are on a win streak. I have to mention the Cubs as much as possible today, and you'll find out why. Uh, and two, because we're sitting down with a lovely couple um, who you all know and love, and I'm excited to just hear about uh, their stories. And so, without further ado, I want to welcome Dustin and Mandy Abel. What's up, y'all? How are you? Great. How are you? Doing good, Seth. Good. I'm going to clap because I'm an audience of one. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Um, Dustin, you're probably going to hear a lot of Cub stuff today, but feel free to throw it back to me. You do what you need to. I like the banner. Yeah, I won't. I won't hesitate. (laughs) It's not a problem. (laughs) I've had a few Cardinals fans on here, so it's been it's been fun. So let's jump into r- some rapid fire questions, uh, ladies first. So Mandy, we'll start with you, uh, and these are the same questions that will apply to you, Dustin. So we'll just kick it over to you after she answers, and so on and so forth. Cool. Sounds great. All right, here we go. Are you a night owl or an early bird? I would say, in general, I'm a night owl. Okay. But I'm also tired a lot, so <laughs> I don't know. Neither one, I guess, yeah. really anymore. You're maybe a little of a both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't so like to get up early at all, ever. Obviously, there's a pre-kid and post-kid, right? Yeah. So, pre-kid, were you... For sure, night owl. Okay. Yeah. All right. Post-kid, not so much. Neither one. Neither one. Okay. I love it. <laughs> what about you? Um, I'm for sure a night owl. Okay. Um, I like... Like she said, I like to sleep in in the mornings as well, but depends. Like if I'm going to work, yeah, I don't like getting up to go to work, but <laughs> I can get up, like bounce out of bed with no sleep generally yeah. to go fishing or, yeah. you know, something, something you want to do. do. Yeah. yeah. But okay. I would say for sure. And I know. Okay. Pre-kids, same. Both. Yeah. 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 How's, how's late? How's late? What does that even mean? How late do you usually stay up? So usually I'm midnight-ish. On the weekends, uh, try to go to bed a little earlier. Uh, yeah. During the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, usually ten ish. We're trying to get everybody to sleep and <laughs> go to sleep ourselves by ten o'clock yeah. during the week. So. Yeah. Okay, love it. All right, so here's where we get into some fun questions. <laughs> Shout out to Lucas who uh, gave us these. Okay, Mandy, uh, do <laughs> do you like your cereal soggy or crunchy? Um, not <laughs> soggy for sure. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't want it to be dry, but I'm gonna eat it pretty. So, quick, like, so it's not. Once you pour the milk, you're eating it pretty. For you're not sure. like waiting. No, yeah, that's gross. Right? <laughs> that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. Dustin, what about you? Same. Um, so fruity pebbles are my jam. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I eat those extra fast so they don't get soggy. Yeah, yeah. they're worse when they fruity get soggy. It's soggy. I'm it's out. terrible. Like, yeah. yeah. It's no good. I love it. Okay, so y'all are both on my side with that. He he tends to think soggy's the way to go. 
So, like, he literally just waits. Anyway, That's we won't terrible. get into it. And then uh, your milk gets hot. Ooh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, we'll come back to the second interesting one. Um, Mandy, what is your dream car? If you could have any car, any truck, any SUV. I don't be? know. I don't really. I mean, I like my car right now. There you go. We've got yeah. a new car. Yeah. Got an Armada. Yeah. I don't know if I really have. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's more his. Yeah. His area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what you're driving. Sure. A, I mean, when a drivable I was, car. When I was younger, my dad, um, like, rebuilds, like, old cars. And so I always said I wanted, that's like, cool. a 64 and a half Mustang just because it's, <laughs> you know. Yeah. A half. That's yeah. weird. You yeah. Know? yeah. But I don't really think I would drive okay. that now. So, yeah, I'm good. Okay. That's that's pretty common answer for, for the ladies on the show, just what they're driving. So, Dustin, what about you? Um, I'd say... For any Like any truck, anything in the whole wide world. Well, see, the thing... I, I like new. New. So, um, I would say right now I'm driving my dream car. And that is a... It's a 22 Ram. Okay. Uh, lifted, big truck. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's kind of my thing is big trucks. Uh, but come 2024, I'm probably going to want to... 2024? Yeah, a newer one. Yeah. Um, There's a whole... It's a thing. Story to the... Yeah. I like... We I, may get I into like that. Me. That may be something to talk about. Okay. I love but that. Yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm in it right now, so... Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Man. Wish I could say the same. Okay. Uh, Mandy, if you could have any superpower in the whole world, what would it be? I, you know, I've listened to these, okay. and there's so many good ones. Yeah, there have been pretty good I don't know. I mean, I always thought, like, being able to, like, teleport. Yeah. So I could just go wherever I wanted yeah. super quick. Yeah. Go to super the beach cool. for an hour, you know? <laughs> Literally, yeah. But I don't know the snap your fingers and everything is clean. Mm. That would be, I mean, I think that would be life-changing. Right. So. Especially as a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a great one. That's one about you. Um, I like the clean one for sure, but well, it could be any one you want to be. It doesn't I, have to be. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> I I don't get to experience like things in order and clean in the way I like them. Yeah. Very often with four kids and but I don't know that if I got to pick a superpower, that would be it. Because yeah. that's something we should be doing anyway. There you the go. Way I see so it. what would the superpower be? I think I want to be able to be, like, be able to become invisible. Yes. Like, yeah. nobody knows where I'm at. Yeah. I'm on the lake. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. A little fly on the wall somewhere. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that. That's been like, a common one. Yeah, that's. I'm the same. That's I would the love one. to be invisible. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's a great one. Okay. Manny, favorite type of music? I don't know. I like a lot of different types of music. I don't know that, that I have like yeah. a favorite. So what what are the types you like then? I'm so the majority of my like Spotify would yeah. be like I listen to a lot of Red Dirt Country. Okay. Um obviously I worship music and then yeah. pop. So this may be a stupid question. Yeah. What is Red Dirt Country? So it's what is it different than country? I mean, not. Do you want to jump in? No, oh, it's not. I mean, it's country, but it's a little more like um, it's not as mainstream. 
there's still like fiddles and banjos and but it's not really like 90s country either i don't know it's like texas oklahoma country like turnpike troubadours have you ever heard of them uh maybe and so it's it's maybe like are they not as popular maybe meaning mainstream or just they're not played as it's not like nashville yeah mainstream country but like kind of pop yeah i feel like nowadays i I mean like it it is it's not really so you're i like that too though yeah 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 but you read so would it be more air quotes traditional country rather than the more poppy the more yeah i mean i would say it's more traditional than mainstream now but Okay, I just don't. I just genuinely don't know, so I was curious. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Red dirt country. Okay, yeah. worship. Anything else? Pop. Pop music. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Okay, Dustin, favorite type of music? Favorite for sure is red dirt. Okay, so um, y'all are both on that train. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's like one of I the only things we have in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one Car rides are great. One way I would describe it is it's kind of regional too. So I mean, it is big in Texas and Oklahoma. But the guys that are from Texas and from Oklahoma, they sing a lot about being from Texas or from Oklahoma. Um, and there's a huge, huge following. Like, the concerts are really big. Okay. Um, but like Mandy said, it's not mainstream. Like, there's randomly a song played on the radio. So, um, like, Cody Johnson. Do you know Cody Johnson? I, I mean, I maybe you've heard the name. I, I don't S- listen to So, he's more like traditional or mainstream but he kind of like has some of the same fan base i would say gary gary allen is another one that's a mainstream country guy that plays at a lot of the red dirt shows okay yeah i don't know anyway (laughs) it's yeah yeah. it's it's kind of its own genre you would um and there's some of it that's like southern rockish a little bit um just depends on the band yeah but yeah, I'd say Red Dirt. Of course, yeah, I listen to uh, worship music as well. Yeah. Um, so this leads me to the next question then: If you could have a karaoke go-to song, I would not have what, one what, what, at all. Oh <laughs> come on! If you had to, not that you ever would. If you had to, would it be a Red Dirt country song? What song would that be? Like a Shania Twain, "Let's Go Girls." No. You know that's a good karaoke song. <laughs> I don't. What think would that be? If you had to oh, pick. I don't know. I, I just cannot ever imagine myself singing <laughs> karaoke. So I got one, but yes, I just got Give me anything. Give me anything. I'm not going to sing it for you. No, no, no. Yeah, that's not about. the request. Like, okay. No, yeah. we don't have to do that. So Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Fishing in the Dark. Okay, yeah. would be a good one for me. Yeah. I feel like that would actually be, everyone may know that one. That's right. Yeah. Here and in that's Coweta, the point. For sure. In karaoke, you want. People to know it so they can join in with you. It's not like a solo, yeah. solo act. So, yeah, I don't know. No, I no really answer? don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe I'll figure one out by the <laughs> just end. Just randomly it. in the pot. Oh, this one. Yeah, <laughs> that will happen. That would be great. All right, journey. I mean, yeah, I could Ooh, belt yeah. out some journey. Yeah, everybody would probably know at least the hits of journey, right? Yeah. So that would be a good one. Yeah. Any sure. Journey that's song. it. There you go. Perfect. Love it. All right. Here's another weird question from Lucas. Do you have a weird food combination? You can take a second to think about it. We do. We do? I think we do. Go, okay. 
so and I grew up. <laughs> said, I think this. we do. Oh, I so, think I know what you're gonna say now. So we we have kids. Um, so we eat spaghetti. Spaghetti's a big thing. Yeah. I have to have fried potatoes with spaghetti. Oh, that it's is like interesting. It's like carbs on carbs on carbs. Yeah, it's like a carb. It's a carb. Like is that bread? something you grew Party. up with? Mm-hmm. You said. Yeah. Okay. My mom. We had fried just about everything, um, and. I think that was the only way she could get my dad to agree to spaghetti is if he had his fried potatoes <laughs> with it. <laughs> so I Just can't hardly eat it. Like, of course, I won't ever order spaghetti anywhere, but at home I have to have. So is it a, only a certain type of spaghetti or any type of spaghetti? Just the standard red sauce. Like, do you yeah. have meatballs with it as well and potatoes? It's Well, it's like a meat sauce. Meat sauce, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I use, it's weird, I use blue and gold sausage. No, it's not weird. We have blue and gold. Okay, so I use blue and gold sausage in my red sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. I use like jars, spaghetti sauce and spaghetti and. Yeah, Prego or something. Yep. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then. That is, I mean, that is a little weird. I will say that. I've never put that together. Yeah, it's not normal. So you don't have one, Mandy, outside of Dustin's. So you you probably eat the potato and spaghetti then. Too. Yeah, I don't eat the potatoes always. I will, but yeah. I'm not like I don't have to have it like he does. Okay. But Jax doesn't like noodles, and so okay. when we have spaghetti, he'll eat like the potatoes and the sauce. The sauce. Yeah, I could see that. So it kind of works, but I d- I mean, if we don't have potatoes, I'm fine with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I you like won't eat spaghetti without potatoes. Well, sometimes she says I'm not making them. <laughs> You're and like so forced to. I obviously yeah. don't miss yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of meals. So. Okay. But if you had your preference with spaghetti, you would do fried potatoes. Hundred percent. Okay, I love so it. So I thought of something. I don't know if yeah, this counts, it. but it's not really two foods, but it's pickles and ranch. I like to dip dill pickles and ranch. I don't think that's super weird. I mean, uh, I love fried pickles, so maybe that's why. Fried but pickles I'll just and ranch is very common, yeah. especially at restaurants. But so. I'll eat not fried pickles, just like cold pickles and ranch. I mean, that's a little different. That is that's as weird as I get. Okay, I guess. it's not it's not super weird. Okay. Sorry, let you down. No, that's fine. I, I mean, to me, I don't have one uh, because I eat just normal food. <laughs> <laughs> that was my whole thing with this question is, nope, I just, I'm normal. So uh, maybe I do that I don't realize it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, thanks, Lucas, again for that. Uh, so two more. Uh, what is one thing that you're afraid of, Mandy? Tornadoes. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, so when I was yeah. younger, I was like terrified. Sure. Like to yeah. the point, my mom took me to a counselor once because she thought it was like a major like a disease issue. or something. Okay. Yeah. Um. But now that I have kids and I can't like lose my mind, I'm better. Yeah. But I still. But I mean, I think that's a. It's it's something that you cannot control, so that is terrifying. Yeah. Dustin's answer is better. Dustin, <laughs> he's laughing. <laughs> See, we need a video version. What is one thing you're afraid of? Uh, I, it's so, okay. Well, it's all right. You know, this is. I'm a little sensitive about this, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I bet you haven't got this answer, and I can guarantee you won't get it. Again? Again. Okay, I'm very intrigued. So a lot of people are afraid of snakes, spiders. Sure. You know, they have a phobia of something. Yeah. I am deathly afraid of llamas. 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 
Yeah. I did not see that. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't. Um, Why? Well, you know. You must have had, a, had I, an account encounter with one. I did. I had an experience when I was 12. Um, and I did. Mandy is uh, dying laughing. I did not. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> let, let me just explain. I, I didn't know they existed at this point. Okay. In my life. When you were 12. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. I came across two of them that were very territorial. Yeah. Um, and they were like grunting and like making weird noises and like running at me. Mm. And I thought I had discovered a new species <laughs> of animal. Charles um, Darwin over here. I love it. Didn't really think much of it after that day. Yeah. Until I got older. Yeah. And like, I can't go. So there's things I just don't care for. I mean, llamas I'm afraid of. I'll, I'll steer clear of those any yeah. way, shape or form. So petting zoos, circus to no go the fair so i don't like clowns i'm not necessarily deathly afraid of them i just don't like them they're icky yeah they're yeah. weird yeah. it's creepy yeah um carnies sorry they're, for those people that work for carnivals out they're there, just but. interesting folks yeah car so yeah. and at the fair you got all three that's true so <laughs> that's true I, I don't you will go. not see dustin at yeah. a fair i don't go to my favorite fair. thing is to go to the fair and like <laughs> find people that have llamas and be like can I get a picture with your llama and then I text it to him they send me pictures I I love that I I love that I have stuffed llamas in my office that are oh my goodness supposedly therapeutic but it's not working yeah do you look at them I don't you won't even look at them no yeah we lived in Texas for a little while which we might get into this later but his friends from work like plotted and they tried to find a place where you could rent a llama (laughs) <laughs> and they were going to have a guy with a clown and, like, put it in our garage so that when he came home and they opened the door, <laughs> there was, like, a oh, llama in the garage. What would you have done? But it I, didn't It didn't. I may not out. be here. <laughs> I may be in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, okay. It's All bad. right. Yeah. So there's no hate that you're, I mean, a llama hater and f- afraid of them. Yeah. But I will say, <laughs> I have a little experience with a llama as well. It's you not. Get, you get spit on? No, but I thought I was going to. So we went to the zoo last year in Branson, the drive-through. It's like this Christian-based zoo. Oh, those animals get crazy because they know you have food, right? Yes. So we th- there were llamas with alpacas. So there was like a group of them all mixed together. So my memory's not great, so it may have been an alpaca. Same thing to me. They're all the same. All the same. So we roll up in the car and we stop, and there's two of them at the fence. And I kid you not, like, stared us down and then, like, did this weird tongue thing and yelled at us and, mm-hmm. like, hissed at us. Yeah. the whole It was the weirdest, like, most, like, it makes you want to roll up your window and just move on, yeah, you know, type of thing. They're so, creepy. Anyway, I, I can kind of see that. Mm-hmm. Do you know they can spit up to 25 feet accurately? You've literally looked this up, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. He I need someone. If I fact, ever get close. I need somebody to fact check that. Stay, <laughs> yeah. stay Please. within. Don't don't come within twenty five feet. Because you will get llama sprayed. You got it. Wow, this went downhill fast. All right, <laughs> I love it. It's fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> I don't know how you come back from that, but we're gonna try. So, uh, I have a feeling someone's gonna bring a llama to church now, Dustin. That's why I was afraid of. Yeah, like <laughs> you're afraid of being afraid of llamas. Yes. Let's go to more spiritual side to end this. Um, try to transition from that. What is one thing in your life, uh, in this season of life, where you are, that you are extremely grateful for? 
Um, I would say just God's provision of like preparing us for situations that we don't know we're going to be in and just being able to look back and see mm. how he's like taking care of us. Oh yeah. And put us where Love we're it. supposed to be. Yeah. And I'm working on like trying to remember that in the current situation we're in. Oh, like, absolutely. You yeah. know, like he put us here and he took care of us before. So he has a plan now, you know, it's hard yeah. to always remember that. His provision's perfect. Right. But in the midst of it, oof, where are we? Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a big, yeah. I love that. Okay. Dustin. Um, I'm going to say, like, and this is going to kind of be general, but I don't mean for it to be vague, but, like, family, support system, yeah. friends, yeah. close, yeah. like, this church. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something that is easily taken for granted, I think. Um, you know, we... And I don't want to jump too far ahead here, but, um, you know, before we had kids and when we lived in Texas, like Mandy mentioned, we didn't have that, right? It was just mm. she and I, which yep. was good in a way, being newlyweds and, yeah. you know, um, but when we came back here um, around family, uh, found this church, um, that's, it's, it's one thing, like I said, it's easily taken for granted, I mm. think, and in those situations like she's talking about that you're you find yourself in there's somebody that's been there or that's willing to talk or yeah. whatever so I, i'd say for sure that support system in general yeah. family friends church great all that yeah that's a great answer that's that's fantastic i love it well that that ends our rapid fire section wasn't too bad right oh, yeah. i was a little worried but were you about the weird you were like there's gonna be they're some. just to me they're weird maybe i shouldn't hype it up that much they're just weird to me. They were weird. Okay. But yeah, they yeah. weren't scary weird. Okay. All yeah. Right. Well, that's good. I'm glad to know that. Um, <laughs> so let's transition. I can't talk today. Let's transition in to your stories. Um, this is kind of the meat and potatoes of the podcast. And um, Dustin, we'll start with you since we started with uh, Mandy on the rapid fire. Um, where did you grow up? You don't have to say like where you were born because we know you were young when you were born. Uh, but where did you grow up? Um, what was life like for you? Do you have siblings? How did you grow up? Meaning, um, parents in the home, did you have, um, church involvement? Were you in sports? Uh, kind of take us through the early years of your life. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm a born and raised Kawita guy. No way. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Born here. Um, I, I do have an older brother. Um, okay. We were both raised in church um, every Sunday, every Wednesday night. Um, we were at church. Um, big into sports. My family is a huge baseball family. Yeah. Um, so I was born into the Cardinals Gosh, nation. So unfortunate. Um, well, it's really not because um, you know it's a they have a, a, a vast history of winning. They do. This is true. Uh, unlike I, I unlike the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's kind of the opposite. It is. It's um, been hard to be a Cubs fan. <laughs> let's just say that. But so anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I played literally. I could. My dad will tell you that uh, I could catch a fly ball before I could really speak in full sentences. Love that. Yeah. And so my whole life, that's what I was supposedly meant to do. Yeah. I thought was yeah. to play baseball. And so baseball, football. You know, I 
any sport that was in season, I was trying to, you know, play and, and do that. Um, very competitive family. Um, you know, me and my brother can't, you know, walk beside each other without trying to get there first. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Um, but like I said, we, we grew up going to church, uh, every Sunday, um, Freebill Baptist, same church. My parents still go to today in Broken Arrow. Okay. Um, my grandpa, matter of fact, uh, my dad's dad pastored that church for several years when, when I was young. Cool. Um, but yeah, very, um, very good spiritual upbringing. Yeah. You know, it it was, uh, we knew what was right and what was wrong and, uh, where we needed to be and what we weren't supposed to do, whether we did it or not. Um, Mm. but, um, but yeah, just one brother, um, and kind of been around here other than the four, four and a half years Mandy and I lived in Texas. So, um, yeah. So, so yeah. born and raised in Coweta. Um, so you probably know a ton of people around here. Yeah. Yeah. Small um, town. Yeah. Small town. A lot of people, um, a lot of people in the church I knew yeah. before coming to this church. Right. Yeah. Of course. Um, and you know, guys like less, less read, um, he tells me still today that he's like, I used to watch you play football in high school. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know you were. I knew yeah. like I graduated with his kids. Oh, okay. But, um, but yeah, it's 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 a smaller community. That's yeah. You don't know everybody anymore. Um, it's right. gotten bigger than that. But uh, but yeah. So what's the age difference between you and your brother? Uh, four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So was that hard? Like as far you know, I mean, four years is a good length of time to be. Hey, I'm into something different than you're into, but you still hate each other and love each other, but you still don't. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So my brother and I are really close yeah. and have been kind of my whole life with the little stint there where he kind of went his own way and I went my own way. But I would say to this day, he's probably my best friend. Okay. Like we hunt together. We fish together. Usually we're hanging out outside of work and yeah that kind of thing we're together a lot is he local as well yeah yeah they live in inola okay that's not too far yeah yeah it's fantastic so yeah we were we were pretty close the whole he was kind of the typical big brother like protective like but also picked on me a lot yeah you know when we were younger (laughs) but sure yeah um yeah so you said you were involved in church as a Mm -hmm. as a kid um what was your um doesn't have to be the whole thing, but maybe your testimony when you came to know the Lord, was that as a child? Was it later in life? What was that like? Yeah, I was actually 16. Okay. Um, when, when I kind of turned it over to, to God and, um, I felt, I mean, it was one of those things like, not that I thought it was merit based or that I was taught that, you know, being saved was how many times you go to church or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, it was, it was just one of those, like I'm in, you know, I've, I've got to be in, I'm part of the kingdom. I look at my parents, you know what I mean? Like, and I realized when, you know, I got around that age 16 that, you know, it's not about who, you know, mm. and other than the one, right. And, and you need to have that relationship with him. And, um, so I was kind of like riding the, the coattail of my parents. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, thinking I was 
just going to be good based yeah. on them and my upbringing, right? Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of how I came to realize. Now I've drifted, of course, in college and did yeah. plenty of things that I shouldn't have been doing. And um, but I think that all of that has helped me understand better the importance of that relationship and maintaining that relationship mm. because uh, the further you let that slip, the easier it is to the further you get away. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah. anyway, but yeah. So, so was this at a camp? Was it at church? What was that? Like? Yeah. At, at church. Okay. Um, at the free will church in, in, in Broken okay, Arrow. Cool. Yep. Um, and then we did the old school, um, within the year, I think it was, um, got baptized in my parents' pond where cool. they still live today. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. My grandpa was preaching when I got saved. Uh, he baptized me. That's awesome. Right. Um, yeah. The old school, old timey hymns being sang and getting dunked in muddy water in a pond. <laughs> and so yeah, it was really something cool. you'll never so forget. Yeah. Never ever forget that. Yeah. So that's awesome. So yeah. high school. What was high school like for you? Uh, involved in sports, obviously. Love baseball. Uh, I, I kind of know uh, a little history of state championship. Uh, but what was that like? High school years, sports, all that stuff. What was your life like? Where was your headspace at? Yeah, I was all in sports, so it was all things sports. Um, big into obviously baseball and football. I played basketball just as a filler between yeah. baseball yeah. and basketball, baseball and football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but was uh, gifted, you know, as a young person um, with uh, athletic talents and um, loved to love to do that. Right? Yeah, and uh, right. so yeah, we won one state in baseball when I was in high school as a sophomore. Um, went to the semifinals in football my sophomore year. We had a big year my sophomore yeah, year. Yeah, sounds um, like it, yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we, the few of us that are still kind of in contact we talk about on the baseball side is um, our entire, my freshman year through senior year, we were, we made it the to at least the quarterfinals of the state tournament every year. Yeah, and so and that's not easy, and we it was an expectation for us. And right, we just knew we were going to be there. Whereas yeah. these guys now are, you know, they're fighting to try to just get there. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so that's kind of the thing I remember most about high school. Now, is that the only baseball championship in the in the history of the school? As far as I know, that's crazy. Yeah, what year was that? Ninety nine. Okay, yep. man. That's cool to say. I mean, just to be a part of, right? Yeah. So, for me, growing up in a small town, high school sports are, are it. Yeah. Like, Friday Night Lights, right? Baseball Diamond. Yeah. It's not like, hey, is your parents coming today? It's who are they bringing with them today? You know, it's just that, that small town support system that yeah. everyone, they kind of have nothing else to do when they get off work, you know? Sure. And it's like, so let's go support the, the high school team. And so, is that the same... For you, I mean, because that's huge. I mean, that that can play big things. Uh, big, it can play a big role in supporting those teams. Sure. Yeah. sure. yeah, we still do. Of course, Mandy's. Yeah. You know, she's a counselor there at the high school, right. so we still support the team. Jackson's now in seventh grade, so he's starting to play for the school now. That's awesome. Um, I'm wearing Kawita football right mm. now. So there you go. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things that. Um. It, 
it but just for it, you back then though, was it still just uh-huh. as supportive? Though? Yeah, yeah. We supported the teams we weren't on, yeah, right? right? Like and vice versa. Like uh, like I said, I played pretty much year round, but like the soccer teams and the girls basketball and softball and all yeah. that, we tried to, you know, show our support and yeah. people you don't even realize, like we have people traveling, aunts and uncles and family members coming to watch you play. Yeah. And um but this community used, and I'm not going to say it's different now, but it used to be a lot more, there used to be a lot more, it seems like, school spirit okay. here in Kuwaita. It seems like that's changed a bit. You think it's because it's grown a lot? Uh, maybe, then? maybe. Um, but, you know, I really don't know. I don't, I'm not as plugged into it as much as I used yeah. to be. Um, but just it seems like there's a different, the way I remember it, stands being packed yeah. and people going crazy yeah. um still happens to an extent but it's just not as big a deal it didn't yeah. seem what position did you play at baseball um i played kind of everywhere but i would say if i had to pick a position third base overall um is probably where i played the most yeah um, played some outfield and you may not remember this but i think it's an interesting question just because i'm a baseball guy too uh do you remember from your best season your stat line at all no, but I I do remember this. So I had a goal every year to have more home runs than strikeouts. Yeah, there you go. I accomplished that every year in high school. Really? Yeah, I lost that streak in college, oh, which man. was tough. But yeah. also the competition was a little different. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's really that's impressive. Only, yeah, that's really the only stat based thing. How many home I runs remember. did you hit in a season? Was your highest? I hit probably. I think 12 or 14, I think, was the highest in a season. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not a ton, but... It's not a, very many strikeouts, though, is what I'm yeah. getting at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, in high school, you, you've got a really short season. Yeah. You, know, it's like you got to make it count. 30, 40 games tops, yeah. if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. So, do you meet Mandy in high school, college, or is it after? College. College. Okay, so let's get into a little bit of college then. Uh, you graduate high school. Uh, you go off to college. Where do you go? Is it for baseball, scholarship, all that stuff? Yep. So I had a full scholarship to play junior college at Connors in Warner, Oklahoma. Oh, man. Um, played there for two years um, and then transferred from there to Bacon in Muskogee. Yeah. Um, that's where I graduated. Um, played two years there. Um and then hung it up after that. So, but baseball scholarship all four years. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to Connors for a little while. Okay, got some. Uh, well, uh, while I was in high school, so I did like concurrent. Yep. At Connors and Warner, their baseball program is fantastic. Yeah, I mean it's top JUCO in the nation, probably. Yeah. I mean it's up there. Yeah. Um, really good. Talent. They went to the World Series this year, didn't they? Yeah. This year, maybe. Um, I don't know. I didn't really follow him much this Who year. was the coach? Maybe I'm making that up. Perry Keith. He's still there. He's still there. Yeah. Yeah, still kicking. Matter of fact, we went to a uh, – they had an uh, – they have an alumni kind of banquet and fun, oh, yeah. fundraiser every year, and they were honoring the 2003 team and the 2013 team this year because both of us went to the World Series. Yeah. Um, and they were kind of – uh, milestone years, right? Yeah. So um, I got to go back. That was actually the first time I'd been back and talked to Coach Keith 
which was interesting. Um, totally different wow. dude. Really? Off the field than he is on the field. But uh, it was really a good experience. I went with my best friend since third grade. And yeah. He was my roommate there. That's so cool. It was cool. That's awesome. So you meet in Connors or Baycomb? Baycomb. Baycomb. Oh, man. That's such a... I have a little history there, too. Alex went there for nursing. Okay. She didn't graduate there or, or even do nursing. She <laughs> went there for a little while. My mom went there for nursing as well. Yeah, they had a big, big nursing. Program. Yeah. Yeah. They're from... A, my parents are from Muskogee, so... Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mandy. Let's talk about Mandy. Little Mandy. Where'd you grow up? What'd that look like? All that good stuff. So, um, this is, I don't know how to, I'm trying to put all these things in order. Um, so when I was little, my mom, who goes to church here, Tanya. Shout um, out, Tanya. Yes. We love you. Nana Tanya. Um, so she actually ended up pregnant at 19, and that's me. Um, I'm an only child. And I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's why we do this. Love it. Yeah. All right. So um, she was raised in church. Um, she went to Sandusky Christian Church. Um, we still have some family members that are tied to that church. Um, but when she found out she was pregnant, uh, she got a little church trauma. Some people, mm. you know, didn't really take kindly sure. to that. And she was being pushed you know, for adoption, and my biological father didn't really want to have anything to do with the whole situation, and so she kind of pulled, without getting into her whole story, but she kind of pulled out of church, mm. um, and so we lived with my grandparents. Um, my uncle actually lived there for a little bit. He also had um, my cousin Bobby, so we were just all Hanging out in Just, my house yeah. together. <laughs> See, that's fun, though. Yeah. And cousins and stuff. He I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, they didn't stay super long. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> so I really wasn't in church when I was younger. Um, my mom, I think we were, I think I was like five. Um, and we find that was in Tulsa. Um, we finally got our own apartment and kind of moved out yeah. and started our own life separate from my grandparents. Um, uh my mom met my stepdad, I think, when I was four. Well, I say met. That's not true. So kind of weird. But my stepdad um, and my grandpa were friends. Mm -hmm. So he knew um, okay. my stepdad. And my mom actually tried to set them up, <coughs> uh, my stepdad and her friend up. That's older oh, than her. Yeah, okay. And it ended up, they ended up together. Wow. <laughs> So, <coughs> anyway. That's funny. Sorry. No, um, that's, I love those little nuggets. <laughs> so, um, when I was seven, they finally got married. Okay. And we moved to Broken Arrow cool. with my stepdad. Um, and so, I grew up there, went to high school in Broken Arrow. Okay. And um, when I was probably close to seven, I would say, like right after we moved in, I um, started going to church on the church bus, which yes. is like this really weird thing to talk about now because, you know, like back in the 90s, you like a thing. jump on this bus with a 40 year old oh, yeah. man that you don't know and yeah. he takes you to church and then he drops you back off, yeah. you know, like yeah. I could never imagine yeah. just 
putting my kid oh, on yeah, a bus, know. Yeah. you know. So but, she didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, now there were some kids in the neighborhood that um, w- there's like a group of us that all went on this church bus. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's really how I started going to church. Where church was it? Um, Faith Baptist. It's like, you know where the police office or the police station is in Broken Arrow, like between 101st and 91st, uh, kind of by South. Well, is it still? It's the Freshman Academy now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, um, yes. It's right over there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm riding the church bus. So you're going by yourself yeah. to church? Yeah. Okay. Your, your mom and stepdad are not? No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, what I'm made s- you want to go? I don't know. I was just bored. Want to yeah. do something? Yeah. I mean, I'll just. I'll you guys have fun? Cool. I'll try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it was just like, every, like I said, we had a neighborhood full of kids, and we all just kind of ran around in a pack. Yeah. And there were kids going, and I was like, oh, I'll go. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just, I went almost every Sunday by myself on the church bus, and we had a revival at one point, and I walked an aisle. Um, and I got baptized. My mom went, I think, when I got baptized. Yeah. Um, but she still wasn't coming. And I just continued to go. And then I think it was in sixth grade, maybe, um, they were going to go to Falls Creek. And we didn't have um, enough people to have a cabin. Yeah. So we... Went with uh, a different church? Yeah, we went with Lynn Lane okay. Baptist yeah. Church. Yeah. And um, I met a boy when I was at k- church camp, and I was like, Mom, I really want to go to this church, <laughs> you know? And he went there, and so she was like, I don't know. I was like, I, I really just think this is the church I'm supposed <laughs> to go to. <laughs> Mom, the Lord told me. <laughs> or it was Dustin. <laughs> no, I don't know his name, it, but I'm just going to yeah. say Dustin. So That's hilarious. <laughs> Mom, it's, I promise the Spirit is telling me. <laughs> A yeah. strong sense. <laughs> so I convinced her. <laughs> That's funny. To, I mean, because it was, it's like in Catoosa almost. Yeah. Like 11th and Lynn Lane. And so there was no way I was getting there. And they didn't have a church bus. So she decided to bring me. Okay. Um, And we just started going. And that was kind of how she got back into church after all that, yeah. you know, church yeah. hurt from before. Sure. Um, And so... Uh, yeah, we just, I mean, we were there every time the doors were open, like Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, <coughs> we were involved in all the things. She mm. worked in the youth group and, um, it was like weird because, you know, we would go to like see what the poll or like all these different mm-hmm. activities. And it was like every time there'd be an altar call, I'd like go down and rededicate my life and it wasn't that I was doing like these crazy like off the wall things I just felt like I didn't have that connection and something was wrong and (coughs) um there's some sweet people that were still I'm still in contact with through Facebook and you know that worked in the youth group and Miss Toby she would always be down for altar call and she would just look for me because she knew I was coming yeah and so she didn't want to pick some random kid she didn't know she would always just look for me and she'd pull me in and we'd talk and we'd pray and yeah you know and I mean I'm going to Falls Creek rededicated my life I'm going to see at the pole rededicate yeah. I'm like doing all these things and one Sunday morning for whatever reason the youth group decided we were all going to sit on the front row 
and well, sure, just yeah. really pay attention, you know? Okay. And I just, I finally realized in that moment, like, I don't have a real relationship. Like, when I was seven, not growing up in church, not really knowing what being a Christian meant, like, I knew I didn't want to go to hell. Yeah. And so I wanted to be a Christian, but I didn't really understand what that meant. Yeah, right. Um, and so I think that's where all those like rededications and all those things were coming from. Searching for a feeling almost. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, I didn't like completely grow up in church, but from seven, eight years old until I think I was like 16, you know, the right answers yeah. and you know what to say. And so like when I'd pray with Miss Toby and she'd ask me the questions, I knew the answer. Yeah. Um, so that when I was 16, that's when I really realized that I didn't have a relationship. Yeah. And so I mm. turned it over. Um, but I've still struggled since then, you know, with that in the back of your mind, like, well, I wasn't saved and I thought I was saved and kind of what he's mentioning and not necessarily workspace, but there's just so many things like in the nineties and church culture that it felt like it was like, if, if you're a Christian and you're doing the right thing, you should see this fruit or you mm. shouldn't be doing this thing or, mm. and it was kind of like this checklist of good behavior and are you doing the things you're supposed to do yeah. and more legalistic. Yeah. And so I think <clears throat> that kind of led to, I wasn't really like diving in and I didn't have a strong foundation and then when we went to college, you know, I was still going to church and I still had my faith and I wasn't like, I got a little out of control in college, but like even in high school, like yeah. I was like the good kid, sure, you know, yeah. and like my friends were doing all these things. I'm like, I can't believe you're doing that, mm -hmm. you know, but it, it was more of like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It wasn't like actual fruit from a relationship where right. it was like sanctification and where things were changing because I was getting closer yeah, to right. the Lord. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the biggest, one of the, I don't know, maybe that's a too strong of a sentence. I think something the enemy uses often, let me say it that way, um, in our walk with the Lord is, am I really saved? Like, do I really know for sure that I know for sure? Yeah. And it, and it kind of leads to this spiral of, I don't know. And it's yeah. like, no, you do know, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but the enemy is really good. He's crafty, right? Yeah. And he's well, and I mean, there are <clears throat> people that believe that you can lose your salvation. Mm -hmm. You know, people that we're close to churches that we've attended Right. Yeah. And that's, so that's a big thing free will is based on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that kind of messed with me, too. Sure. Um, and so it's just something that I mean, and God's put people in my path in different parts of my life. Yeah. That I can affirm that with, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's kind of more now it's like. Why is Satan attacking me that way? Like, what is going on that I'm not? Obviously, my relationship is lacking somewhere. Because I wouldn't have those feelings, you know, like, am I not? Uh, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think uh, the enemy uses our past a lot. Yeah. Right? And I think you as a seven-year-old all the way up to 16, uh, feeling like you had to, to, to rededicate and chase in this emotion and those things. I mean, even though you know that you know, 
right? Right. That's still ammo, right? I mean, that's still something that that the enemy can use in your life. I think, really, I mean, uh, Satan can't tell us what the future holds, right? Right. So that's all he has to work on (laughs) is our past. Yeah. And I think that's why it's such a hang-up for a lot of people is, well, you don't know what I've been through, or you don't know what I've done, or you don't know, and it's all past tense, right? And it's like, yeah, okay, well, that's all he has to use against us. And so... um, I mean, I I would assume that's that's why that's why you probably still. I mean, I'm not a, I don't know, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm very smart, but but I think even in anybody's life, right? If it's something that we've struggled with for a long time, that's been in our past, I think that's something that the enemy has to use because he know knows it works almost. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I feel like I have more tools now. Absolutely, and, and I feel like I'm. Especially in the last few years, Mm. you know, I don't think that I ever, I think I was kind of like a spiritual infant for like a really long time, even after, you know, realizing that Mm. I didn't have a relationship, but I was just a teenager and then I left home. And so, you know, I was just kind of floundering a little bit and I don't think I really ever until more recently Mm. started growing the way that I probably should have been. Yeah. And so I'm like a... You know, Christian, an infant, a teenager, you know. <laughs> uh, I think that's the, the beauty of sanctification. We're all right. in different spark, sparks. Goodness gracious, I cannot talk today. Spots. Um, oh. But we're still on that journey. Um, so in, now you, you said you, did you leave home as a teenager? Or you meant as when you went college. to college? Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm like, whoa, let's no, get no, into no. that. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. So. Um, I think I think that's a really good. Uh, I'm glad you brought up your mom because I think that really shapes um, a lot of you know your story too. Why you weren't in church and uh, church hurts real. Like For let's real. just be honest, yeah. it's real and it affects a lot of people. And I think the vast majority of people who bash the church nowadays are people who've been hurt by the church. Definitely, would call themselves Christians and then fallen away, and now all they want to do is wish ill will on it, right? Because they've experienced something, and it's very unfortunate. Um, so I hate that about your about your mom that she experienced that, but she's loved here. I'll tell you that we love Miss Tanya. Yeah, she's. I don't know how she worked so hard, honestly. <laughs> I don't think she knows how to not work yeah. so hard. She it's was like that when she was working, and then yeah. she retired, and now she kept she, working. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's a workaholic yeah. for sure. No, she's great. Seriously. So let's get into college. So we meet in college at Bay Cone. I'm surprised oh. you didn't meet in high school. I mean, Kuwait and Broken is not that far apart. I don't know what life like was like back then, if Kuwait people went to BA or any of that, but I'm just kind of surprised you never ran into Or did you? No. I don't think no. so. Not, not that I know of. There's a couple people that we both Mutual. know that okay. we ended up finding out later that okay. we knew. But yep. Okay. So you go to Baycon. What did you no, go to Baycon? I didn't go to Baycon. Oh, I you went didn't? to NSU. You went to NSU. Okay. Yeah. So, so how did you meet then? So <laughs> <laughs> going to school in Muskogee. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, there's not a lot to do in Muskogee. This is um, this is facts. Yes, it's kind of it's, it's scary kinda dangerous, at night too. It's terrible. It's ghetto. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so we we hung out outside of school and sports and stuff like that. We were always in Tahlequah. Okay. Tahlequah was more the traditional like college town where yeah. there's just more going on, right? Um, so two three nights a week we were in Tahlequah. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Uh, matter of fact, we got all the we were there so much that we got all the like student discounts. <laughs> at, at the local they were, businesses. Y'all were for yeah. Inter- yeah. Next year. yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Perks right there. Yeah. So like, Did you go to NSU straight be, out of high school? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was there all four I actually went to NSU thinking like I'm gonna go two years and see how it goes mm. and then transfer to OSU. Yeah. Um, but I ended up really liking it and yeah. stayed. So um that. so the way <laughs> like I guess being real, you know, we both kind of we're making some questionable choices in college. And, yeah. you know, like I said, I was still going to church on Sunday. I was coming home and working and then going to church. But I definitely was not living sure. the way that I should have been. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when you ask us, like, how we met, like, the the PG version that we're just, like, you know, <laughs> give most people is yeah. one of the guys on his baseball team was dating one of the girls in my sorority. Okay. And we met through them, which isn't a lie. I mean, that's true. Yeah. But it's not how we met. <laughs> we met exactly. when we were out. We met at a dance club. Yeah. Effects. Yeah. Yes. Club effects. Yeah. Okay. We sure did. I went to NSU. Yeah. So, I mean, I know the area. Yeah. yeah. T-Bones. You ever go to T-Bones? I don't know what that is. I don't know what? T-Bones. That must be Maybe it's, it younger was more than me. Ted's? You never went to t- you never heard of T Bones? No, but I mean I okay. went I went to I'm a lot older than you, so. Well, I mean it, it's not like it was brand new for me. What is T Bones? It's a club. It's like a country. It's I'm surprised you didn't go because it's country. Mm-mm. No, that didn't it's exist like a, when I was there. Yeah, it wasn't there. Okay, when did you graduate? Uh, I think 04? I left campus in December of '04. I okay. officially graduated in December. I mean, in May of '05. Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know well, T-Bones. Okay. So, yeah. So, FX so was there. We was. met at FX. Yeah. It was not. I know a lot of people that have met at FX. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, yeah, so it's embarrassing. We <laughs> it's your story. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, it's, it is what it is. So, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Dude, so Dustin I saw you from across the room. I, I did. I did. <laughs> um, we hung out, danced quite a bit. Yeah. That night. Um at the end of the night, I was, you know, thought it was appropriate. Like, hey, could I get your number? We had a good time, right? Yeah. And she appropriate. said no. Of course. <laughs> and so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't making all great choices, but I was definitely not making terrible choices. Yeah. And I didn't Why did know you him. Say no? I didn't know him. But I didn't you danced know. all night. Yeah. I don't. Our recollection of this night is a lot different. Really? Yeah. There's two sides. <laughs> All right. Destin, we'll start with yours. <laughs> well, that's pretty much how I remember it going down. Um, I mean, I did I did turn him down. But yeah. I was. it wasn't like, I am never talking to you again. I was yeah, just, like, just like, why don't we like hang out again? Or why don't, why we don't dance you again? come yeah. back around? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at that point, I, we knew that we knew mutual people. Like, if you're serious. Let's hang out a couple more times before I get give you my number. It's kind of what. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, honestly, most of the responses we've had on here, it's the same way. Yeah. Right? I, was, I was told no twice. I mean, it's just a thing. See? It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But it's a thing. I agree. You got to be yeah. safe. You don't know who crazy people are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you, you're at effects. You approach Mandy. This is your t- your your side of the story, anyway. Hey, girl, we've had a great night. 
uh, I like the way you dance. Let me get you digits. Yep. And Mandy says, nah, ain't yeah. happening. And then do you leave? Do you find another girl? He writes I mean, what's you? No, so <laughs> yeah. this this was after this was quitting time. Like everything's closing. Yeah. And we left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we left. So you just it's not like you were heartbroken. No, but you were no. just like, oh, I was okay. like, well, that, But he also was, didn't know my real name. Yeah. He no, was I, calling you Jill all night. No, I didn't. Yeah, I I was I thought it was Miranda. Right. <laughs> hey Miranda. <laughs> That's uh, kind of a turn off, right? Well, I didn't you call her know. that that I remember. I was just we were trying to remember it baseball practice. Oh, okay. So I think her name's Marie. Yeah. I'm horrible with names. <laughs> just in my defense. Um but yeah, it was That's funny. Yeah, we it was over yeah. at that point. So like, what's your side of that then? Do you have a different side? Um, or is it is it later? Like, well, no, just that night. Like, he says that I was, like, checking him out the whole time. and <laughs> she, she was. She yeah, was. there we go. I don't now even really. I mean, I remember dancing with him. And I so, remember. But, I, like, I don't remember it being, like, this big deal. Yeah. So, you which don't remember is probably checking why I was, like, I'm not giving you my number. I don't know you. The way we, like, I didn't just walk up and start dancing with her. So, we were a friend of mine. That actually went to Quita. Um, I was on the baseball team. Was different interested. friend than yeah. the one that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Interested in one of her friends, and they were. Mandy and her friend were talking. Yeah. And uh, Duray wanted to dance with Holly, and so he pursued Holly, and then to remove the distraction from Holly, he grabbed Mandy and grabbed me and said, "Here." Oh, so you're kind of and put together on yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's, But that's, he says before that happened. She was checking me out. <laughs> totally. <laughs> For sure. Totally. And that's why your vibes coming in are so strong. Like, yeah. hey, I need them digits. Yeah. Man, he's like, I haven't looked at you once. No. Yeah. Well, I right? <laughs> I am borderline in certain circumstances. I'm I'm toting the line of confidence and arrogance in okay. some cases. Yeah. Um, just being honest. Yeah. And uh so in my head, she initiated all this. Uh, of course. And then turned me down at the end of the night. I'm like, why? Makes no sense. What's up? Yeah, like, makes no sense. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. So you, you, were you, do you feel like you were checking him out or no? No. I okay. Don't, I, I don't remember that. We've okay. talked about this multiple yeah, times. Yeah. I don't remember that. She I was did, probably like <laughs> hanging out with Holly and she's like, Duray's over there. And I'm probably like looking at Duray and he's next to him. Right. Because I wasn't, nah. that's not why I was there. Nah. I was just there to hang out with my friends. Right. And Holly was on this mission. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And we got stuck together. So would you it attribute. It worked out, right? I his mean, name's Duray? Yes. Would you attribute Duray to how I, you guys got together? Or was it because we, of that little instance? We I have mean, joked kind of? about that. Yeah. Since then. Yeah. I feel Duray. like I can it's, see it. I feel like it's more Josh, though. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we didn't really. Like after that, it's where it gets really foggy for me. Um, so but his friend Josh was dating my friend Laura. Okay. And they went to to baseball practice. Thought my name was Miranda. Josh was like, "No, her name is not Miranda. It's Mandy." That was me and Ray, by the way. Thought her name was okay, Miranda. And love it. <laughs> so Josh tells Laura 
hey, my friend ah. was talking about your friend and whatever. But by this time, he's written me off because I didn't well, give yeah. him my number. You were checking him out. So she's like, well. My ego was hurt at this yeah, point. Of course. Yeah. They were actually going to come play NSU baseball. Okay. And so Laura's going because her boyfriend's playing. She's like, why don't you come with me? And so, like, I go and I watch the game and I'm like, I guess I'll talk to him, you know? <laughs> and he, you like, seems so disinterested <laughs> right now. The whole she time. was. <laughs> she was. Yeah. I didn't know him. I wasn't, like, pursuing. Yeah. I mean, it was just whatever. But anyway, yeah. so he, like, had this whole plan that he was going to go straight to his mom and uh, told his mom that I'm, like, this terrible person. He doesn't want to yeah. talk to me. So. You can, and that's that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, wow. So okay. I walked past. Didn't even like, look at it. Put her. my arm around my mom, and I was like, "Hey, I need you to. We're in a conversation here till we get to the bus. Yeah. Because there's this there's this girl over here. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Because she didn't want to talk to me. Right. Um. And so anyway, that's we got on the bus and went. But you're secretly, in the back of your head, hoping and. W- Thinking, I hope she's looking at me. Yeah, so I, I had away. I had a moment on the bus when we were headed towards. Uh, Josh came to my, where I was sitting on the bus and was like, "Hey, dude, like Mandy watched a doubleheader, and you wouldn't even go say hi." And I was like, "She don't want to talk to me." Because I had already talked to Laura, and Laura had yeah, already yeah. told Josh, ah, and, yeah. <laughs> okay. and so she was like, "He was like, she watched both games," and I was like, "So what? She." Wouldn't even give me her phone yeah. number. Like, yeah, she didn't yeah. want to talk to me. Yeah. And then I started feeling bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so that's did you get off the back, bus? Got back to Laura. No, no, no. We're on our way to. Oh, Laura, so you- Laura and I are at El Zarape. You know El Zarape. Mm-hmm. Mm. How do we not know the same Tahlequah places? Mexican food. I don't remember names very well. Anyway. Salmonella. No, you have to know Salmonella. Anyway, so we're at Laura and I are at lunch, like over chips and queso. Wondering why he just so we're at this point. Are you me. somewhat like interested? I mean, wh- I don't know. I now so I'm like, well, why didn't he talk to me? So now you're <laughs> like, what the heck? My ego's hurt. Mm. Uh, okay. It was a weird situation. Yeah, but uh, we got past it all, and here we, we are. So how did you get back in connection? FX. We came. It was again. Oh yeah, I get. So then, like. Laura and Josh were like passing messages, kind of like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, he might be interested. Well, she might be interested. And then he came back, like I told him to <laughs> come back a couple of times and let's hang out. Yeah. And she, she actually, we, we started talking one night at FX later on. Um, I would say pretty recent from that game. I don't know. Um, same thing. Like we kind of hung out, talked as, as much as you can talk in a dance yeah, club. It's right? kind of hard it's to hear loud. sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the night, I was really, really like questioning what my, what I wanted to do. <laughs> Cause I knew I was going to ask again, Yeah. but I was like, I twice didn't want to get rejected again. That, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And I did. And she gave me the number and I wrote it down wrong. Oh no. And I called it and it was the last digit was wrong. And I got a not working number. So I thought I gave him a fake number yeah, after I, I had the first time I told So him. I go. <laughs> so not only did you get rejected, yeah. but she even gave you a wrong number. Yeah, I oh, went dear. straight back to negative town on that. Wow. No. But you gave him the right number. She did. I did. She did. He didn't write it down. He put it in his friend's phone because uh, he didn't have his that's phone. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's right. Man. Yeah. 
So how did you? So uh, I guess effects again, right? Well, you meet up and you're like, no, "Hey, no. you gave me the wrong number." No, no, no. The, at this point, I was I went over to Josh's room. So he was we had suites like four room suites. Okay, and he was like one of my suite mates. And I walked over to his room after I got a not working number, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, I'm over it." <laughs> and he goes, "What?" What's so mad. And so I tell him the whole thing, and he's like, "What number do you have?" And I think he was either Laura was there or he was on the phone with Laura or something. And I told him the number and he was like, no, it's not 1110. It's 1114. I was like, oh, that could well, be that, why. That makes sense. And I actually that night called her and we talked forever. Um, I think I went through two batteries. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On your razor? Yeah. 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 I think I had an LG. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are the, so, those are the phones back then. It was like, a flip phone yeah. with a real tone, ring right. tone. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Yo, you don't want my phone number. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk, you hit it off. Um, I'm assuming you start dating. Yeah. Uh, how long do you date? Was it through college? How long was that? Yeah. So I was a junior at this point. She was a senior. Yeah. First year senior. First year. Okay. So that was, it was like the second semester of my first senior year. And then we dated all summer and I went back to college and that was my last semester. So I moved back home <coughs> and I was doing an internship and just waiting tables and, you know, finishing yeah. up my degree and he was still in school. Still playing baseball that year? Yep. Yeah. So I was going to Big Home to watch. Yeah. Of course. Baseball. Supporting. Yeah. So you so, date for? Was it two years? Probably. Yes. It was about two years before he proposed. But okay. we, so I moved back and was working and then I got my first like big kid job mm. and I bought a house. Um, wow. Here in Kuwaita. Oh, nice. Okay. He influenced that decision. <laughs> Um, and at the time he had moved back and he was working, I mean, he was still in school, but he was trying to like cram in what was like 22 hours cause he was done with baseball. And so he had to finish. So he, yeah. you know, his scholarship right. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I went an extra semester and so, yeah. Um, so I'm living here in Kuwaita. He's going back and forth, finishing school and <coughs> I guess it, like, at that time, your brother and sister-in-law moved in with your parents? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so my bedroom became their bedroom, uh. and I kind of ended up out on the couch. Okay. And Andy had this brand-new house. Um, so he, like, <laughs> yeah. slowly so kinda just kind like of started staying at my house, yeah, and then he was, like, there. living there. Yeah. And obviously that wasn't okay with his parents at all. No. Yeah. No living in sin. But they gave my room away. So, <laughs> so like, where do I go? Yeah, what am I supposed yeah. to do? And you sleep in the garage? <laughs> yeah. Get me a crate? Yeah. yeah. So, so that, that was like in December, probably. Yep. Of? 2005. Five? Yep. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And then we got engaged in March of 2006. Mm, so how did you propose? 
Uh, Dustin, <laughs> I love asking these questions. So, so I wish I had a really cool, elaborate story for you. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I knew that I was going to. I just didn't really. I'm not much of a planner. Okay. And so, I called my mom and I was like, "Hey, I need to go." I at this point, so we're fast forwarding a little bit. I got a job. I graduated, and I started working for Schwann's Home Service. Okay, and uh, he was a so, Schwann's man. Yeah, I was love a, it. I was a Swan man. You um, drive one of those cool trucks. I I really did, and they're not that cool. Oh. Um, On the outside, they look pretty cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> got a little money. Was making a little bit of money. Yeah. And so I called my mom, and I'm like, "Hey, I need to go ring shopping." Yeah. And uh, I don't want to do that by myself because I don't really have any idea yeah. what. Mm-hmm. Kind of thought I knew what she wanted. Anyway, I go, we go to this place in Tulsa, Hill, Hillsburg Diamonds. Yeah. Israel. You know, Israel Diamond Supply, that's what it was. Yeah. Anyway, I find this ring, um, and I buy it, something I can afford. And my plan was to wait and try to plan out something special to go and ask her. But evidently, I'm acting differently super sus <laughs> yeah he was being really weird just like really weird. his his ne- niece and nephew were over at the house and we were like playing with sidewalk chalk and flying kites and just like hanging out and he comes home and he's just like i'm like what is wrong with you <laughs> he's like really? i don't know i don't know i was What's nervous it? and i was afraid i was going to give it away and so i was like i gotta do this today like, so, like, so you were afraid immediately oh he yep. buys the ring and comes home and is like, "Okay, let's do this." You proposed that day. I did that night. <laughs> I did, wow, that's right. So he's like, "Let's let's go to dinner. You want to go to dinner? We should go to dinner. Let's go somewhere nice. Let's go to dinner." And I'm like, "What is wrong with yeah. you, <laughs> dude? What <laughs> the world? No, yeah. I yeah. want McDonald's." Yeah, it yeah. Was, it was weird. So we we drove uh-huh. out to uh, Jinx at the Riverwalks. Yeah, um, and thought we were going to eat at the Melting, Melting Pot. Pot. And realized you had to have reservations. Reservation. Right. Um, so we ended up at Los Cabos. Very romantic. Yeah. Had dinner. Uh, and then we're out kind of walking by the sewage-filled Arkansas River. Love that. And uh, Very romantic. we <laughs> sit down at a bit. Like she, I had this plan. I had, this, I had the ring in my jacket um, pocket. And we sit down on this park, uh, park bench. And she, I, I give her my jacket thinking she's going to put her hands in the pockets and feel it. And yeah. Oh, what's this? So yeah. that didn't happen. Oh, uh, she didn't put her hands okay. in the pockets. And so I go on this long spiel about Whataburger. Yeah. I mentioned Whataburger in my proposal. Um, it's true. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, Why? So they used that's to have, how you knew just, I was the one. Are Seth? You, <laughs> that's so. Let me, are you just scrambling to talk? <laughs> well, you know, Whataburger's well, got a new burger out. Well, she no, no. She threw she threw me off when she didn't put her hand in the pocket. So I was trying to figure out what to do. So I'm having this it's conversation. Life or death. Now we're talking about Waterburger. I reach in and I grab the ring and I yeah. start this spiel. And uh, not long before this, um, Waterburger used to have this thing called Water Wednesdays. You buy one Waterburger and you get a second one free. Oh, okay. And I worked late, and I usually wouldn't get home till ten, eleven o'clock. Um, cause I worked out of the Sepulpa depot or okay. office and, uh, anyway, she sped over 
when she found out when I was coming home one night, she ran to Broken Arrow and got me Water Wednesday. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that pops into my head. And I was like, that's when I knew. Like, <laughs> no. Cause, yeah. Because she. <laughs> serious. I'm not kidding. Oh, this my is, goodness. It's true. It's true. Because Whataburger, I should just. To be honest, I should own stock in that company. You I should. Mean, I eat really? there a lot. Okay. Um, you ever see Sean there? No. He loves it, too. I've heard him. He works there. Uh-uh. I've not. At this one? Right here on? Yeah. Off of County Line? County Line. Really? No. I he's a manager. Hmm? Or he's like, he's a shift leader. or He's a manager. Something like that. Yeah. That's weird. No, I haven't he's seen him He's there like every there. day, except for Wednesdays. And so we don't really go inside anymore, though. Yeah, it's more curbside or just drive-thru. He works drive-thru, and I mean, he does it all. He's, I have not seen him. I'm going to be looking for him now. Interesting. Though. Okay. But yeah, so. Attention. Well, he's only there for two more weeks. Oh. Oh. So. So I guess we'll have to have Whataburger in the next What's, two weeks. So what are you yeah. thinking for dinner tonight? <laughs> <laughs> he's actually here today to see his car. Uh, okay. He com- he's off on Wednesdays. So. Okay. So, yeah, that. So you said they. I slipped in a little <laughs> Whataburger. I knew you were the one when you went and got me Water Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you were like, that's probably the most romantic thing anyone's ever said to me. Totally. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. What were you thinking in that moment? Like, where is he going with this or what? Yeah, well, it was just like the whole thing was weird. And and that looking back now, like whenever we were sitting at Cabo, uh, what what is it? Los at Cabo. <laughs> yeah, in Cabo. We were sitting in Cabo. <laughs> um, I love it. He made some random comment like, I'm really sorry we didn't get to go to Melting Pot, but maybe we can do that on another special occasion, like when we have kids or something. And I was like, what? What in the world? You're, you're just spitting out anything at this I, point. I, this like, why would blur. you jump to kids when <laughs> you're not even like married? What is happening? He was just being super yeah. weird. So, you're but being I, weird. Water Wednesday? Yeah. You know, did I feel bad for you, man? <laughs> Even though that was years ago, I felt really bad yeah. for you. It worked out. So you're telling me you're not a public speaker? No. Okay. All right. Pick that up. And once again, I didn't have any time yeah. to plan, and that was all. I mean, you me. did. It was you my fault. Chose not <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my fault. Uh, I love it. Okay, so moral of the story: you get engaged. Yes. Uh, how long were you engaged? Well, we got engaged in March, and we were planning to be married in June of the following year. So I had like over oh, so a year. Oh, seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he got a job offer, and we knew we were going to have to move. Mm. They said it was like a what ninety eight percent chance that we were going to move, and so we decided to just. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. So we got married in September. So okay. we got engaged in March. March. I think you got the job in June. September. One of you got the job, but you didn't start. Oh, yes. It, yes. And June. so in June, that's when we found out, like, You're gonna he's going to have to move. Yeah. Yep. And so we started planning. And he started the new job in September, and we got married in September. Okay. And then by January... We were in he, w- you were in Midland. I wasn't yet. That's right. That's right. So, so. you moved to Midland mm-hmm. shortly. Newlyweds moved to Midland. Are you still working for Schwann? No, at the the job offer I got was with the company I'm still with today. Okay, uh, okay. Baker Hughes. Okay. So, All right. um, yeah, we relocated in January of '07. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yes. I didn't come until like March. Yeah, that's right. And she didn't move until 
March of 07. Is that because of selling the house? We, well, just we trying to get everything in order. We yeah, actually, he was living in a hotel for a long time before. We bought a house that was 50% complete, so we had to wait for the house to be finished. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's so I, I had my house here that we either, we ended up renting it, but we were trying to figure out what we're going to do with that. Yeah. He was living in the Hilton in Midland, and I still wasn't like ready to leave. I mean, because it just happened so fast. So we waited, went and looked at houses, found a house, and then, like he said, it wasn't ready. Yeah. So. so what was Texas like? Did you guys enjoy it? Did you end up working in Texas, Mandy? Yes. What yes. was that like? So it was, I think it was good for us. You know, we were newlyweds. We had to leave everybody. We didn't have anybody but each other, mm. you know. So we were like the support system. He got down there, made really great friends really quick. Yeah. Was fine. Took me a little longer. Sure. I wasn't as yeah. excited. And my job was kind of terrible when I first got there. What'd you do? I was selling radio advertising because my degree is actually in marketing and advertising, oh, okay. uh, mass communications. And so I had worked at a printing and packaging company. And then when we went down there, I was in sales and it was terrible. So wh what would you say you did again? A radio what? You sold radio advertising? Advertising. So you sold radio, yeah, radio like advertising on the radio. So like radio commercials. So how do you do that? Uh, you just drive around and talk to businesses all day long. Hey, do you want to be on the terrible. radio? Basically. And, like, I also had to, like, write them. I mean, we had some people that would help, but for the most part, like, I'm creating ads. I'm selling ads. I'm just driving around all the time. It was terrible. I hated it. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> terrible. And so that's when I actually went to um, Region 18 there and got my alternative certification to teach. We, okay. we did get some good concert tickets, though. Yeah, we did. We got, we cool. got some perks. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. This is like, wait, you don't remember those cool <laughs> concerts we went to? <laughs> so, the red dirt ones? Yeah. 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 Okay. There were some red dirt ones. Yeah. So Texas, how long were you in Texas? Four years. A little over four years. Yeah, we moved back um, early Spring 2011. Break. Okay, so when you you're, you're in college, let me try to. Yeah, go, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like we're skipping things, like spiritual wise. Yeah, in so the story. No, well, that's okay. I mean, sometimes it's you get to a place to and then kind of recap that. Yeah. But you're in college, you graduate, you find out you want to get married, you get married, you move. Where where are you at? Are you involved in church? Are you where are you at spiritually? What what's kind of your headspace? Are you? distant yeah. are you or what's that look like so i knew i was nowhere i needed to be still spiritually um i had at this point been kind of disconnected like i would go to church with my parents on the weekend sometimes while i was in college yeah um when we got married and moved to texas um my mind was you know, we had some friends that went to a, a kind of a spinoff of, of the First Baptist there in Midland uh, called Stonegate. And really big church, mm. um, probably similar in size to First Baptist Broken Arrow, I would say. And I was good with checking the box, like yeah. slipping in the back, listening, staying, and then 
going. And that's kind of what we did while we were in Texas, I think. So for me, after we got engaged um, and we were living together, we did start kind of together. So for me, even in college when I'm not like doing what I'm supposed to be doing and my relationship with the Lord is not, you know, definitely not where it's supposed to be. I'm still kind of going to church on the weekends. Um, And in the back of my mind, I'm still like, even though all the people that I'm interacting with maybe aren't all Christians, that's still like a high priority for me. Like whoever I marry needs to have faith and we need to have, you know, that's going to be something. Be of like mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so really the only way I think that we found each other was, I mean, we were put together because we were both not really going where we were supposed to be going, but we ended up together and then eventually kind of, so yeah. I had been thinking about it. And the only reason that we ever got serious really is because I knew that he was a Christian. And, to, and at the time I didn't know the difference between free will Baptist and Southern Baptist. I just heard Baptist and I was like, Oh, we have similar mm. beliefs, you know? And so we had s- sort of <laughs> gone to church with his parents um, not regularly, but more than we probably both had been at the time. And, and actually, that was NBA. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I don't remember exactly why we were there, but new home over here. Yeah, just right around new home. Free oh yeah, 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 yeah. By the come and go. Yep. So at, at the, the time, yeah. Brandon and Thena Rainbolt. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's Brand Athena and Dustin are cousins. If you First didn't I knew know that, that. First I knew cousins, that. Yep. Yeah. So Everyone's cousins around here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we had actually been hanging out with Brandon and Athena a lot. We used to do like game nights and just, so I don't know if we were there because they invited us or if there was something going on with family, but we were there one morning and I just really felt like I knew that I hadn't been, you know, walking my faith and I knew that I had like gone completely kind of off the tracks and I wanted to get back, and the message that morning, well, I don't even know if it was the message. It was just God was speaking to me. Yeah. And so yeah, I sure. went forward, and I prayed, and he actually got mad because he thought, like, in that moment that I was, like, ascribing to, he was like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know. They're going to, like, pull you into this church. You don't know what this church is about, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it wasn't that, really. It was just me, like, humbling myself and being like, look, I know that this is not the way that you've called me to live my life. Yeah. I've been, you know, not, you know, all the, all the people that do these things, they have this like turning point where they've been doing this thing or they've had this like really big, you know, thing like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like they murdered someone or something. (laughs) Right. Well, maybe not that bad, but yeah, you know, and I wasn't, that far away but sin is sin and you let a little bit of sin in and you know yeah that that tiny sin can do just as much damage and so to me it was just like recommitting and actually rededicating when before sure there was no all those times were real um so for me that's kind of when it it started now was you know i on fire and everything was you know no but that's when I started kind of, you know, we need to get in church. We need to find a place. And I think that's kind of when we got to Midland, it was important to me that we started, you know, 
attending regularly and yeah. you know doing so those for things. you it was a checks checking the box yep. thing for for you man did you get involved i mean wh- what was it like for you um i did not get involved okay there but i mean even then even in midland there were times and things that you know you know we were still you know drinking and yeah doing more than we probably should have been um but it was a really really big church like i would say bigger than first y- baptist yeah probably right? so probably so um and so it was really intimidating. Now, I enjoyed it. Our pastor was awesome. Um, I didn't ever feel like an outsider necessarily. Mm, sure. But um, it wasn't easy to get involved. And at the time, we didn't have kids. So it wasn't like we had to go check in at the you know kids yeah, area right. or see where there was volunteer. I mean, we literally were just like in and out. Right. Yeah. And in Midland where we were, a lot of our friends attended that church and went to church, but they weren't really. It was just another. Th- it was just like a check off the box. Like yeah, they we, weren't. They weren't plugged in to the church. Like they like, just attended. Yeah. Like we did. We have yeah. to go to church on Sunday, so this is what we're going to do. Yeah. But it doesn't really change the way that we're living or what we're doing. Right. And so. That didn't really happen for me until we came back really mm-hmm. I would say yeah so we kind of did that uh, we went to that church pretty regular I don't we never joined that church that I remember um, so for the majority of the four years we were there we came back here um, s- kind of bounced around a couple different churches went to my parents church a little bit um, so uh, just time frame for me yeah, you, yeah. you moved to Texas do you come back in what year 11, 2011. So, so it's 2011. You're back so here in Coweta. Jackson is born in Midland. Okay. And, and we missed that. Yeah, that's a and, big thing. In 20, <laughs> 2010. Had your first kid. Yep. Yeah. And so that's when I was talking about earlier with that support structure. And, yeah, you know, that's kind of where it really started clicking for me. Like, because it had just been us. And, you know, I could tell it was affecting my parents her parents, our family, because we had now a child that was potentially going to be raised away from, and I grew up in a very close knit family. Like, sure. Sure. um, And so anyway, so yeah, he was, he was born in 2010. We moved back in March. He was born in July. We moved back in March of 2011. Okay. So before he was a year old. Okay. So you come back, you're looking for churches. Yeah, uh, we, we go to a couple different churches and then started going to First Baptist in Broken Arrow. Um, and kind of the same thing for me, like kind of come in, go to church, go home. Um, and uh, we got hit up by David. What was his last name? Do you remember? Ross. Mm-hmm. Ross. Yeah. And he noticed us in the general area where we used to mm-hmm. always sit. Because, you know, he's like... Oh, he haunts out people. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And uh, asked us if we were part of a small group, and, of course, we told him no. And then after the second time, it started, like, resonating with me. Um, I was like, this guy's not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we so true. Up, yeah, so we ended up joining uh, that small group. Uh, well, and Liz and Ryan Whitehead, who mm-hmm. also attend here. Yeah. 
Um, they had been coming to First Baptist. Well, she grew up in First Baptist, didn't she? Or mm, she had I ties. Know. I don't know. I know they got married there. Yeah. Um, but they were like, we're thinking about start or you know going to Sunday school, and he had hit them up as well. Sure. So yeah, we kind of like safety in numbers. Why don't we go together? Yeah. So. Right. We don't know what this guy's capable of. <laughs> yeah. We were in the Ross small group too, Alex and I. I remember. So. That was after we split off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because then we went so with the Zymets. So yeah. were the Smiths. The Inses. Inse, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of people who's come through. Yeah. David Ross's class, yeah. So, yep. but for me, like, I was ready. Like, I was ready to be more involved and find community because right. the church I grew up in, Lynn Lane, you mm-hmm. know, we were there all the time. We were very connected. We volunteered a lot. Um, my main friend group growing up was my youth group. So, um that was important to me and I had started realizing that you know this like going in and coming out and going in and coming out you're not really getting um the connection the community and you're not being held accountable right right um and so I was like I want to do this he wasn't so much on board Mm -hmm. but he went we went and there was a so Jackson was playing baseball at the time well he's like five and he like i don't know if he jumped off something he did something and he like hurt his hip and he was like limping and so we take him to the doctor just to make sure nothing's wrong and she's like oh well this x-ray is concerning he may have this scary diagnosis that means he won't be able to walk some kind of rare situation she yeah there was just something i don't even remember now because it didn't happen obviously um, but there was something they were worried about. So we yeah. had to go get this, was it an MRI or CAT scan? I don't yeah. know. We were yeah. doing all these things. And, you know, like him growing up in this, like, baseball family, sports are a big deal. Dust is like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. This we have, like, happen. all these plans yeah. for our kid. Yeah, and okay. you think, like, he's not going to be able to walk. And so that's a scary thing. And so um, I had put it on a prayer request card in church and then we brought it up in the small group and uh brother nick emailed me i don't even know if you know this um brother nick emailed me and he was like i just want you to know that you know i'm really glad that you reached out we're praying for you i hope everything works out and so i had emailed back and forth um with him about it jackson's cleared everything's fine it was just like a weird injury he's okay he gets released he can play um, but in that moment for me, having those people, I mean, cause obviously his parents were praying, my parent, well, my mom was praying, um, our friends, you know, but having that church group and having that wider network to reach out to and have people that cared what was happening to us, I was like, this is why we need community, mm-hmm. you know? And so I even emailed, um, brother Nick back and I was like just to let you know like we appreciate your prayers you know this is what's happened um I think that this situation has really shown Dustin like how important it is to have community and I really think that this might lead to us being able to be more involved and you know staying in the Sunday school group and you know being connected yeah yeah and so isn't um, it cool how God can use different things to yeah to draw you in Yeah. yeah and so we started attending the Sunday school class pretty regularly, and yeah. then that's when we actually eventually we made some good friends there, joined um, and had some 
previous friends that were in there as well um, that I knew from past life. Um, but nonetheless, <laughs> just baseball. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, uh, you know, got to know them pretty well. And was J.R. Phillips. J.R. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude sucks at baseball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he and I played against each other growing up. When yeah, we were kids, he's a good so dude. Yeah, he's a good he dude. Is. But anyway, we and then it kind of, you know, we went there for a while and never really went beyond the small group. And you know, Brandon and Athena had been telling us about uh, community here, and that we need. And also, Les Les and I worked together, so Les is an engineer at Baker Hughes. Yeah. So he had invited me a few times. I'm like, oh, we're good. You know, we go to the, and. Uh, now, did y'all know that it was a same church? Yes. Yes. Okay, so you yes. knew of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we'd heard Adam preach a couple times. At, at BA. At yeah. BA. Well, and I remember when you guys came for the first time, and they introduced you. Um, in the small group. Yeah, and you were, like, serving on the worship team and mm-hmm. all Were that. you in the Ross class? Well, before that? No. So, we were in the Zymans class by that time, I think. Mm-mm. It hadn't it hadn't split yet, because what? Yeah, because it it split shortly after we had started coming. So then they were there a couple times, yep. maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just remember you being up there because you were wearing Cubs stuff, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, man, because <laughs> you guys weren't loser. you guys like, weren't married yet. I was like, oh, Yeah, we weren't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope this guy can sing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least he's got one. Thing <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. So anyway, okay. but. You know, we finally, I want to say, and maybe I remember this in, inaccurately, but um, I want to say we were, like, late. We were going to be late yeah. to BA, and we're, like, just, because we live just right over here on, you know, yeah. a few minutes away. Yeah. And, uh, like, let's just go to community. and Just that one Sunday, it's all we yeah. needed. <laughs> Dude, it's honestly, like, we yeah. walked in. And, and, two, I was concerned. I was, like, man, th- I don't know who goes there. I grew up here. There's going to be a lot of, it's going to mm. be like a little reunion yeah, type. Right. And it was one of those things, you know, our kids never really, Jackson, he gets kind of s- a social anxiety type thing in situations mm. he's not used to yeah. in bigger churches. I, I, he was intimidated, I think, at First Baptist, didn't really like going. And it was kind of a fight sometimes to get him to go. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Back in that day, BA was big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, and like for his grade level, like they had classes, but then they were also like I think when we dropped them off, we dropped them off in that giant building, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. just like kids running Everywhere. around, and it's just high energy. It's before they break up, right? And it was just yeah. I, it was a lot for him. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And his only experience prior to that was Mimi and Paul's church, right? Which is really small. Yeah. Right. Knows everybody and mm. gets to do whatever he wants. And anyway, uh, we came here and dropped him off, you know, checked in, dropped him off here. And he had buddies from school. Yeah. And, and Shout out James Hale. James. Shout yeah. out. There yeah. you go. Love that. Uh, and it was just one of those things like, you know, right away, like this is where we're supposed to be. That's cool. Um, yeah. And so I had kind of an awkward conversation with Adam a few times. We came a few times, and I was like, hey, dude, we joined First Baptist. And I was like, I don't know, do we need to, we're gonna, we're supposed to be here, right? And do we need to rejoin? Or yeah. He's like, no, dude. He's like, you're good. You're good. 
So we're all the same. Dustin's like, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to walk again. back up there again. <laughs> like, but yeah. anyway, so it that's kind of how we came. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So really, it was just uh, we're late. Let's just roll in the community. Mm-hmm. Other than that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like for you, Mandy? Did you have a different feeling about it at first? No, or? it was crazy. Like the first Sunday that we came, there was just it was just different. There it. What year is this? 2000 and... I feel like we just finished our, like, fourth or fifth Christmas here. And we started just right before Thanksgiving. So Fif- either four, four or five years ago. Oh, it's 23 right now, <laughs> Dustin. So, so not 15. He's still living in 20. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Bacon. It's not a lot to... I don't know. I could figure it out. I we have to because we talk about it in community group. I mean, like, that would how long be have that would be eighteen. We started to like years. around the same time the Ramsey started and the Bollingers, Brooklyn. Yeah. So it's so that's that's uh, what did the Ramsey say? I want to say his was nineteen, eighteen or nineteen. Uh, I want to say it's eighteen. Yeah. I want to say it was eighteen. Yeah. Kind of early eighteen. I don't remember exactly now. So yeah, because yeah. I remember, but that would be the timeline five ish yeah, years. Yeah, because yeah. I remember coming to the when we broke the ground. We were still going to First Baptist at that point. No, no, no. Mm-mm. You sure? I'm positive. Yeah, because the BOM was still out there. That's where Rally did her yeah, that's right. first grade that's right. Bible presentation, and that was three, four years ago. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, no, we've been here a while. Yeah. But so for well, the groundbreaking was eighteen. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. The initial we, groundbreaking. We but we were here when that happened. Yes, we were. Okay. We were here. Yeah. It was around then. Let's just yeah, yeah, yeah around that area. Yeah. But okay. um. But for you that Sunday. Yeah. So it was just different, and it wasn't like. It was a special Sunday or anything crazy happened, but it was just like I was more engaged and I felt the spirit move more in that service than I probably had in years. Wow. And not that we didn't feel that, you know, at First Baptist because we did and it was great. And yeah, but it was just it was just something different. Like Mm. this is this is where we're supposed to be. This is, you know. Yeah. This is it. And we yeah. never stopped. Like that one morning, we never yeah. stopped coming back. That's so, so cool, though. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I, I love that. Well, and now, I mean, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or not, but th- so when we were at First Baptist, I feel like that's when I started to get a little more serious and like actually started growing more. Like I realized, like I said, I'm an infant and I'm not growing in my relationship the sanctification process is not moving forward i mean i do know i have a relationship but i'm not growing right and at this point as an adult i should be a lot farther along this process than i am yeah and so for me that's kind of a turning point like when we started going to the group and really starting to dig in and um and i feel like once we got here that just kind of magnified yeah yeah but looking back now 
I really feel like we are here for a specific purpose. Um, you know, we're fostering right now. Right. And I feel like that putting us here was preparing us for the situation we're in right now. Yeah. Because there's so many families here that have experienced that. Such a culture here. Yeah. And they understand the struggles and right. the support that's needed. And even the people that don't, they see it mm. and they step in, yeah. you know, because I don't think if we were here and we didn't have the community group and the, you know, the friends that we have here that we would have been able to say yes, yeah. A, and B, continue this process yeah. because it's a lot mm, it's imagine. been a lot yeah. and it's you know this is probably not the best week to talk about it right. but i mean we didn't know what we were getting into when we signed up and nobody does yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. and and we didn't even like we the i don't remember what it was but there was like a, a night where they had like four or five different a18 they had an a18 oh yeah the missions, different missions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we had talked to the 111 yeah, project. project. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe one day mm. this is something. Because, you know, we're tribal, and that's a, it's a big need, yeah. especially now um, with the different acts that have been passed and, you know, keeping kids within their cultural group. And so we're just like, hey, let's get some more information. And I guess Jesus was like, oh, you want some kids? <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. Here you yeah. go. We, we <laughs> so we literally, that night after the presentations you yeah. know, of the different ministries. Mandy and I talked about it for, I'm going to say 12 minutes. Yeah. Like something maybe we could look into Once later on. Once our kids on. are older, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's definitely something we sure. could. And really yeah. didn't revisit that conversation again. And, you know, uh, just randomly phones start dinging one night. Um, and it started, you know, couple nights before christmas in 21 and it's like mandy said it's we had minutes literally minutes to decide yes or no and we both like looked at each other we're like we can't say no mm. and uh, that's kind of how it started and that was you know a year and a half ago almost two years ago now um, so you're fostering through project one no no no, this was... That was just when the like, just seed was planted. Ah, I got you. We never even pursued like what needed to happen training-wise, actually becoming a uh, open foster yeah. home, all of that. So the fostering, the how we got into it, it, it's technically it's a kinship. Okay. And so this is a distant cousin of mine. Uh, it's her kids. And we didn't know this family. I didn't know this family. I knew who they were or who she was. Um, didn't know her kids, never met them. Yeah. But DHS was in a frantic search one night. And we're all sitting on the couch in the living room watching Elf, honestly. Because it's almost Christmas. Yeah, and it's that's Christmas. What you do. That's, yeah. When, that's when you watch the Elf. And uh, Mandy gets starts getting messages on Facebook Messenger. And at first I told her, because she... This lady was asking for Mandy's contact information. I was like, "No, yeah, don't, I don't." We didn't even know if she was real, right? You know? Yeah, like, oh yeah, it was some kind of scam. Why does someone yeah. contact me on Facebook Messenger to foster kids? Like that doesn't even make sense, right? But, but we found out now that that does happen quite a bit. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do whatever they can. Yeah, that's right. And so Mandy finally, they we realized that she was with. I think she was actually with the 
Cherokee Nation uh, child mm, care services okay. and uh, find out that she's legit. And so Mandy starts talking to her on the phone and I'm like peel off and start trying to do like fast research on who this family is and right. start calling my dad and, you know, even message somebody I've talked to like twice my whole life. That's <laughs> part of her family. Yeah. Uh, and call Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Rainbolt. And I was like, Brandon, dude, like it's going down for real. Like, yeah. I don't That's know what to song. do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and he starts giving some advice, like ask these questions, do this, mm. do that. And I mean, it just happened really fast and two thirty in the morning. They're dropping these kids off. That's like crazy. Started at like what? Seven in the evening, maybe. I think like eight thirty. Eight. Yeah. And then by two thirty that that morning, you you have them. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Emergency background checks. DHS comes, walks through your home. It's the whole process. They like expedited yeah. the whole thing. The kids had nowhere to go that day. So. And so wow. uh, that's kind of like what I was talking it's about. Insane. Earlier, when you asked like what I'm thankful for, that's kind of what's on my mind right now. Yeah. Like looking back and seeing how he prepared our hearts and put us in this place at this time, knowing what was going to happen, you know, because obviously he knew this was in our future. Oh, yeah. And so just having now looking back and seeing that, not that it's been easy at all, but obviously what we're called to do isn't going to be easy. Right. So um, I'm just really thankful that... We have this, I mean, we have people praying for us all the time. We have people stepping up to take the kids if we need, you know. I can think of at least five families off the top of my head right now that if I called and said, hey, we have this thing happening, they would be like, yeah, drop them off, you know. Yeah. Um, and I we just wouldn't have been able to mm. do this if we weren't here. And so I really think yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of reasons, but... No, I mean, I think that's amazing because, uh, you know, you'd mentioned earlier, it's a it's a thing here. It's a culture here, right? And and it's a it's a beautiful one because uh, it's such a it's such a need. It's such a need. I think people don't realize what the need is for, for kids, right? And so um, for you guys, that's a journey. I mean, fostering is a journey for you guys, and, and it could be anything. What's... What's something really cool or amazing that God has done through it? Maybe for your family, maybe for you personally, um, that you can think of that you'd like to mention? Well, I mean, so not necessarily me, but uh, Emily uh, attended VBS. Mm -hmm. So one of our kids. Mm -hmm. ooh, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Um, but she just walked the aisle and accepted Jesus at VBS it's this amazing. last week. Yeah. So, and we've been talking about it a lot. Um, probably for six months plus now. Um, just to make sure that she really understands yeah. what she's doing. But just seeing how if they weren't in our home, they wouldn't have been getting yeah. All of that. Mm. And even their mom will tell me, like, you helped bring me back to my faith and, you know, helped me refocus my life. And 
So, I mean, I think that in and of itself is enough, yeah. right? And Hunter, yeah. he cracks me up because he, you know, he'll come and he'll be like, Mandy, did you know <laughs> that Jesus walked on water? And that's a real story. <laughs> <laughs> the stories in the Bible, they're yeah, real. And right. I'm like, I know, bud. Isn't, Isn't that, cool? that cool? Yeah. And so just like seeing little things that like so cool. click in their, their head. Yeah. So, I mean, that. What an opportunity. Yeah. 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 But for personally, for me, I would say, like, it's shown a lot of areas that I can grow, you know? I mean, like, there's a lot of things that foster care, like, like gross things that it stirs up in your heart that you would, like, if somebody asked you, like, are you going to love kids and you're going to take care of kids? And yes, but when you get put in certain situations... Mm. You know, like, there's things you have to battle, you know, like, Riley might do something, and Emily might do something, and my reaction to those two things are completely different. Right. You know? And so, it's been a lot of, like, looking at how I parent my own kids, Mm. and how I parent these kids, and, like, where I need to improve. Man. You know? Um, I think with our kids, it's been hard, Mm. but I do think that they have a new appreciation of like the blessings they have in their life Mm. and understanding like things could be very different for you, you know, and not taking that for granted and not, you know, I I think it just put a lot of things for our family perspective. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Same, same for me. Um, And, you know, I, lived a pretty sheltered life right um was well taken care of spoiled right and our kids are you know following that same path and when we started this process and actually went through the training and saw some of the stories you hear some of the stories and then you meet people here with uh, and you learn about some of things that i couldn't even imagine Hmm. trying to live through as a child that these kids, um, and I'm not saying our our foster kids necessarily, just some of these stories, um, things that kids should never be exposed to or right. Absolutely. Um, have to deal with yeah. at such a young age. Um, just that appreciation for um, how I was brought up and, and how fortunate I was. Uh, it was kind of a realization, to be honest with you, on... on yeah. And kind of a reality check on how much, how common this is. You don't realize how common these situations are. There's a reason I think that this is a culture here at this church because people know that and they care. Mm. Um, There's just not enough homes to, you know, to try to break the cycles. And that's, I think, what we're all trying to to do in in throughout this is is break those cycles to where these kids don't you know repeat right. uh, maybe some of the things they've been exposed to or whatever the case may be so absolutely so yeah. yeah it's just it's it's really opened my eyes to a lot of things that I didn't realize were as big of a problem as they are mm. perspective right i mean just That's right it's a, to me i mean this may be a a bad way of tying it together but it makes me think of uh, you know going on mission somewhere and then 
coming back and you're you see everything differently. You're yeah. like That's right. Oh wait. Like we have a good here. Or, you know, or whatever it may be, it's like my whole perspective has been shattered. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because you, you get a taste of actually these things happen. Like real world. I mean the world's awful. Right? I mean it's yeah. It's a hard, awful place. And it takes things like this, like fostering is just one example of, right? Um, that you realize that. That kids have to go through certain things that's just unimaginable. Yep. Well, and even, I mean, I'm a counselor at the high school. Yeah, yeah. So I see kids like this, and I've experienced it from a different perspective previously. Right. And even now, I think it helps me with those kids. Because you know, like, trauma, and you know trauma-informed practice and we have all these things Mm. and it's one thing to deal with kids and see how they are yeah you know at school but when you're at home with them and you see like what they go through and then the behaviors that come from that yeah like no wonder they are the way that they are the way you know what they the way they're acting i mean it makes complete and total sense but when you see them at school it's one thing to like know that with your head, but then when you like experience it, you know, it's just like a whole a whole different yeah. aspect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I think that's I mean you guys are, are one of many couples that, that foster, but um it's such a, a powerful thing to see, right? I mean I I just think it's uh in in one way or another, we're all called to do that. You know, I feel like it, Scripture is kind of clear on that. And, and um, to do it is one thing. To talk about it is another. Um, I think just from what you had shared, Dustin, on, we just kind of got, it's almost like life or death. Do we do or, or not? Um, I love that your knee-jerk reaction is yes. Um, because there's probably points in my life for sure, yours probably, I know Alex's, that we would have said no. Mm-hmm. And it's like, thankfully, you know, it's like like you're talking about provision. The Lord knew mm-hmm. you guys were going to be at this church at this time. He was going to call you to foster at this. You know, it's just, it's so perfect how it works out. Um, and his timing was perfect. Um, so I want to ask a question. And I love to do this, and this is how we usually end the podcast. Um I want to give you a chance to speak to the listeners. Um, and this could be anything. Um, it could be literally anything. But if you could just, if if all 8,000 people, we have so many people that listen to this podcast, it's unreal, um, all over the globe. Um, shout out to the United Kingdom people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day. Uh, but uh, if you had their ear for a second, and you could encourage them, you could speak truth, you could um, rally them, whatever it may be, give them a little nugget inside on life. Uh, if you were to literally had the hot mic and had the opportunity to speak to them, what would you say? And you can think about it, but, I mean, what would you say that could really, again, maybe encourage somebody or outside of the Cardinals? Yeah. That is off the table. Dustin. Yeah, Yeah, I won't. I won't. Okay. I won't go there. <laughs> um, I I would say so. In just in talking about the fostering, and this is something that 
I don't know that I would have ever really even considered, mm-hmm. um, just because I've never been around it. I've never, up until coming to this church, I've never really seen, um, or even been, even had friends that were adopted yeah. or foster kids or anything wow. like that. I didn't. So I, I was completely blind to the whole situation. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. The first reaction I had was, we don't know the first thing about this. Like mm. this is bad for everybody. And in those minutes that we had to decide yes or no, it was very clear, very easy to make the decision. Yes. But being brutally honest, my first instinct was no. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't know anything about right. this. So what I would say is don't, be careful what you talk about. One, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, be, right. Be, be yeah. careful. Be careful what you consider, yeah. um, because you never know when that timing is God's timing and when it's going right. to happen. Um, don't ever be so close-minded mm. to, because even today, like I have days that are uh, just completely frustrating throughout this process. Um, this past week's been really rough. We won't get into that, but. Um, but the overall blessing that comes along with doing something like this and putting yourself out there, um, whereas most people's initial instinct and just like it, the same as what mine was is absolutely not. I'm not yeah. doing that. Um, just don't shut yourself off on things like that. That's good. Um, that yeah. would be my message. Yeah, and that's great. don't ever trust a llama. Dude, that's so. My, that's powerful. My last. <laughs> God, my last that is bit of advice. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to bring a llama to church. All right. What about you, Mandy? I don't know. I feel like this is like a super like stressful question. Yeah. A lot of pressure. But I would just say. Just f- speak from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like throughout this process and even now, like today. I am one of those people that struggles with control, which, I mean, that's what sin is, right? Trying to do things our way. Yeah, right. Always. And I feel like I've gotten in the way so many times because I think, well, God called us to do this. This is what I feel like is going to happen. This is what he's going to do. And then something else completely Mm. different happens. Yeah. And you feel like just blindsided or disappointed or, you know, and, and I think some of those feelings are valid, but if it worked out the way that I thought it was supposed to work out, we and the kids could be missing out on something that's amazing. Right. Right. And I don't know what his plan is. And that's not my job. My job is to love these kids while we have them. And, tell them that Jesus loves them and show them that. Right. And so I just think like in the times that I've like, I've struggled a lot, like trying to do this on my own or Mm. being strong enough to do this thing or like power through. And it's in the moments where I like completely like I'm exhausted or it's, you know, I'm at the end of my rope and I'm like, I don't, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. Why like, Why did you pick me to yeah, do this? Yeah, you know, yeah, I wasn't yeah. capable. <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of like release all that. That's when 
he steps in and he shows himself and he does the things, you know. And I don't know why in my life I consistently don't trust that. Right. But it's something mm-hmm. that I still to this day struggle. Wow. I mean, this past week, like we said, we're not going to get into it. But I'm like, I thought this was what you were doing. Mm. And it's not. And that's okay because it's not where it's supposed to end or it's not where it's supposed to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's all these things that you find out later that are happening behind the scenes or could be a potential, you know, outcome that you didn't know were there. Mm. And so I just think it's letting go of control, trusting his plan, and just doing your best to stay out of the way. Right. And that's just in anything. Yeah. This is just our season right now. Yeah. It's fostering. But I struggle with that and I probably will forever. Hopefully not as (laughs) much as I do now. But yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I I think that could apply in so many different ways. Right. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we all want to do what we want to do. I think that's the hardest part. Um, And then when you have this expectation of how things are going to go and they don't. just like okay not give up or what in the world's going on you know yeah because uh, you can't control it yeah you know and i think that's the beautiful thing of um what god does sometimes it's he reminds us that we're not yeah well and it's uh, like every single <laughs> you know? day yeah. yeah you know like i have uh, we're on this path and we're doing the right thing but it's so easy to take like one tiny little step that you think is his way but it's mm. really your way right you know and it's just like every single day waking up and am I doing what you want me to do today, Lord? Yeah. Mm. Is this what I'm supposed to do? Is this how I'm supposed to handle this? Are you, you know, I know I'm trying to control this part of it. So can you please yeah. take back over every right. single, and sometimes more than every day. Sometimes it's like every 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lord, I need <laughs> you <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, yes. totally, totally yeah. been there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Well, Dustin and Mandy, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast today and uh, sharing your story. Um, everyone has one, right? Even though it may not be elaborate and, you know, I was in drugs heavy and whatever. Um, everyone has to come to the realization that they need Christ, you know? And so uh, everyone has a BC and yep. everyone has a, a an after. And that's the beautiful thing. And so... Uh, your story is profound in its own way and um, will be encouraging, I'm sure, to many people. So thank you for, for coming today. And for you listeners as well, uh, thank you for joining us today on the podcast and taking time to listen. I know this is going to be fruitful and edifying for you and um, encouraging for you. So if you would, do us a favor. If you would share this um, on whatever platforms you have on the socials. Um, This will be on uh, any uh, podcasting platform. And so we'd love for you to share this to someone you know could glean from or find encouragement from um, because uh, the best way we can um, really uh, be not only a community uh, and go through life together because we're all broken, but uh, defeat the enemy and, and the things that he can hold against us in our past is the power of our story. And so if you could share uh, a story, um, this story or any of the stories we have, that would be just a huge help to us. Um, again, Dustin and Mandy, thank you. Um, I enjoyed it. 
Um, I know sitting across from you at times and seeing your arm hurts my heart with your Cardinals on. Um, but it is what it is. And, go Cubs. Uh, there you go. Weren't you guys the Kawita Cubs or something? No. We were the Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow, Broken yeah. Arrow Cubs? Yeah. See, I'm a Cubs, See, I'm a Cubs fan of my family's Cubs. Yeah. We went through two iterations of Cubs with Jackson's uh, teams. And it's the best thing you've ever been a part of. Now we're the Mets. And <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys. Go back. Like, get, go back to the Cubs. Just, I'm all right with just being a like Kawita Tiger. Like, there you let's go. Let's just do that. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I love it. Uh, Well, God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. And as always, we'll catch you next time on Community Recap. See ya.